0: Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Rainbow. I'm your host, Elaine Chaya. To start off, today's episode is sponsored by the Class of Quarantine 2020. Yes, I'm sponsoring my own episode with the sweatshirts that I've created. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen that I've created these Class of Quarantine 2020 sweatshirts and a movement where it says Class of Quarantine 2020 on the front and it says back up six feet on the back. I wanted to do something fun during these times and to also help raise money for people in need. 60% of proceeds are going to be donated to a non-profit organization that I will be announcing in the next week so stay tuned and also you're hearing it here first there are t-shirts that are going to be coming out soon so stay tuned for that too place your orders go on the website i'll put it in the show notes Classofquarantine2020.com. 2020.com all right now that i've done my little sponsored plug today's episode i'm super excited because it is with my girl the queen of gratitude as i have dubbed her and so many other people have as well asal dean i really wanted to do this episode because i feel like right now we're all going through a mix of emotions of highs and lows and being happy one second sad another worried another anxious and then chill again for another second how can we incorporate gratitude during this time where we feel like there's nothing really to be grateful for because everything feels just so shitty so i wanted the queen of gratitude sl to come on and share with us her thoughts about how to incorporate this concept during these really challenging times this was just going to be a zoom hangout between the two of us but i knew everything she was going to say was going to be money worthy for all of us to take away from so turn this into a podcast episode for today i am putting her information in the show Notes: She's doing a few really cool things. She's doing daily Zoom gratitude calls for 365 days, and the topics are different every day. And also, she is sending out these gratitude grams and mailing one to a person every day for the next 365 days. Trust me, you're gonna want to get one of them from her. So make sure to connect with her. I'm putting her email in the show notes and her IG that you can DM her or email her to get on top of both of these. Really, she's so powerful and she's so amazing that you definitely want her to be in your vibes, especially during these challenging times. I'll put that. All in the show notes for you to check out. I'm also putting my Instagram. If you don't follow me, make sure to go follow me at Elaine Chaya, E L A I N E C H A Y A. I absolutely love hearing from each of you and your thoughts on all my podcast episodes or just your thoughts in general. I read every single DM that comes my way and respond to each and every one of you. So definitely make sure to connect with me. I absolutely love connecting with all of you. Enjoy this episode. Share it with your friends, anyone that you think really might need to hear this concept of gratitude and how to incorporate it in life. I think this is going to be really helpful for all and I hope this helps and inspires you. Enjoy! So basically, I'm here with my girl, Asaldeen, She is the queen of gratitude. This is actually just going to be like a fun Zoom for Friends hangout session. But then I'm like, okay, I know everything that you're going to say to me for fun is something that I'm going to want to record and share with other people. So let's do two birds and one stone and make this a podcast episode. First of all, rewind. I just love you so much. We've known each other for years since we were in college. We haven't seen each other for a while, for a few years, but we reconnected. Can you believe it was almost a year ago? It was June. Or maybe it was a little after. Maybe it was August, September. I don't know, but it was like in the summer. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. And then I saw you at that Matthew Hesse event too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was right before that. That was like in July or something. Matthew Hesse love you. Just literally every time I see you, you are such a bright light and just give me energy and motivation and inspiration. And I know that you do that for so many other people. And ever since we've reconnected from last summer, you've been in my space since then. And I just never want to let you go. And I'm just so proud of everything you're doing. Again, like I said, you are the queen of gratitude. And I've actually just been thinking of you a lot. I know we text here and there. But just I've been thinking of you a lot, especially during these times, because A, we'll get into it. But I'm curious to see, as the queen of gratitude, how are you dealing with this situation of everything that's going on? But also, this is a time that really people should incorporate gratitude. So I'm like, wow, everything that you've been trying to promote and say for years now is really the time to make those into actions. So I wanted to just catch up with you for funzy But then I wanted to record this as a podcast. This episode because I feel like a lot of people can hopefully take away from what your mantras are and your mindset about life and gratitude and just how you're dealing with it and how people can use that and deal with things. So that's my long-winded monologue about you.
1: I love you. Thank you. That is so sweet and so generous. Feeling the love from you at a distance and it's a good feeling and it's nice to reconnect with you despite us having to physically distance ourselves. Talking about gratitude, one of the things that I'm very, very grateful for is the fact that there's technology. Like I I'm so grateful for my iPhone and my laptop and Netflix ways that we can connect to the outside world outside of four walls that are surrounding us. To other people. Like the fact that we're even on this call together is a way to connect. And if this happened 20, 30 years ago, I believe that we would not be able to connect as deeply as what we're doing right now. And with our other family, friends, coworkers, whoever, technology is one thing that's definitely been on my radar. It's a whole mother world. I think a lot of us have tapped into it. My phone use has increased by 75%, but it goes to show you how I'm deeply wanting to connect with people. And I'm doing it through, technology. And I'm very, very grateful for the sources that I have right now
0: those who don't know who you are, can we just start off with just a little of how you got into the world of gratitude and why you are the queen of gratitude? I established you as the queen of gratitude. <laughs> Thanks. I know you've told the story so many times, so we could just do like a spark no version, but just so people can get acquainted with you. Yeah.
1: So I'm a trained oncology pharmacist. And what that means is I'm trained to not only create and also to work with physicians who are signing orders for patients who are receiving chemotherapy to battle cancer. In order to do this work, I had to finish pharmacy school and then complete two years of specialized training. I did my residencies and then I landed my dream job. And after landing my dream job, my life looked perfect on paper. It looked so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, all these years I worked so hard. I finally have what I want. And a few months into the work, I found myself very unhappy. And I was like, gosh, what is going on? Life looks great. I have this dream job. I'm living in LA. I drive the cool car. I have the cute puppy. I go out with my friends. I have a great social life, but I'm really unhappy. And this is something that I strive for years. And I had a mentor of mine. She said, you know, I think you need to start writing your moments of gratitude every night before you go to bed. And... <laughs> А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова I laughed at her because I said, How is writing gratitude going to get me out of this rut? And she's like, Be patient with it. So I started every night before going to bed. I took two minutes. I turned on a candle and I would just write what I was grateful for. And I started repeating myself about one to two months into the practice. I do like challenges naturally. And so my challenge was to write new moments every night before going to bed. And in doing that, that's when my life changed. I started writing more about my patients at the oncology clinic because I was working with them face to face. And majority of my moments were about them and what they were teaching me. And the biggest takeaway that I got from this practice is that we all come into this world the same and we all leave the same. The purpose of living a life isn't about the materialistic things or how many people you know or who you are in society or your job or your title. It's really about experiencing life and being present with others and extending your gratitude to people. Because some of the highlights of my day being at the clinic was when a patient would just look at me and say, thank you for helping me thank you for just listening to me or patients sharing these intense moments that I'm so grateful for receiving chemotherapy because I have a chance to live another day. And I would go home and I'm like, what am I complaining about? I have a whole life to live. So I was at a coffee shop one day and I thought to myself, you know, we don't need to get sick to realize this. So that's when I created the gratitude grams and there are these tokens of appreciation. And then that slowly evolved into my public speaking and hosting these events where my intention is for people to connect through the lens of gratitude. And it's been such a fun journey. I recently did my TED talk this past January. So those of you who haven't watched it, that's my story a little bit more detailed.
0: I'll put it in the show notes so everyone can
1: Yeah. Out. You know, my intention is I'm not saying being grateful means you live a happy go lucky life. What gratitude to me is, the practice of it is perspective. It's all about perspective. For example, we're all stuck at home right now. Granted, we choose to be at home, protect ourselves, but what are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna sit around and complain? Or can you find things to be grateful for? And I'm not saying it's easy, but at least it kind of lightens things up. And I think it's helped me. I think it's helped those who I've communicated with and I've gone on phone calls with. And that's my mission in life, is to share with people, that no matter how difficult your life can get and i mean no matter how difficult and i had these like tough conversations with people who have dealt with loss whether it's a family member it's their job or a big change or with this whole pandemic that you can still find gratitude in knowing that you have another opportunity to live today when this whole quarantine thing happened at one point i was like you know what i'm kind of grateful to be in just a quiet space there was so much noise at least like like living in LA, I was out every night. My phone was constantly blowing up with things to do, people to see. And once all of this happened, unfortunately there's like a twist of fear because our health can potentially be compromised and we've been asked to stay home to protect ourselves and others. It was definitely a big shift, but with that shift I was like, "You know what? I'm grateful for the quiet." I took a moment to be very mindful of what am I doing sitting at my house all day? I have not spent this much time at home since maybe the 8th grade. I guess it's like a wave of experiences the past month, month and a half of being quarantined. And for me, it's been a little bit longer because I've been dealing with a wrist injury. I've been stripped of other capabilities that I can't do, for example, writing. So I really was put in a place and I still am to some degree of just find peace within myself, just sitting at home. And what can I be grateful for that? And I was like, you know what, my mind is taking a break. And I can choose to turn on my phone, or I can choose to turn on the TV, or I can choose to go on YouTube or TikTok, talk or whatever it is to get that kind of stimulus way of like connecting with people or just pure entertainment to keep myself busy or I can choose to just sit at home and think about life or think about the situation that we're all in that this virus doesn't discriminate against anybody having gratitude for the fact that I have a safe home that I can still go grocery shopping thinking about the people who are incredibly brave and I know that this is something that's very common a lot of people they share like we're grateful for the nurses and the doctors and the people at the grocery stores and they are still serving us so that society at least is running and people are being protected and safe. When I'm like really thinking about we are living in a country that we have all of these sources and these individuals are serving us, but at the same time, we are as a collective whole making an effort to protect others, the sick, the elderly, the ones who are immunocompromised. And this is coming from someone who has a healthcare background. I'm not going to lie, don't get me wrong, this experience hasn't been easy. It's hard. It's not easy being at home. Yes, at the end of the day, I'm choosing to stay home. Home to protect myself and to protect others. But I didn't choose this situation. And I feel like a lot of us have struggled with that, with that choice. And so what am I going to do with my time? Make puzzles, call people, cooking new recipes, X, Y, and Z. And there's only so much you can do at home. And it gets frustrating and also frustrating living with people. I'm sure some individuals live with their parents or they live with roommates that they don't get along with and now you don't have a choice. So one of my tools has been just take a moment and being mindful. Of what is it that I'm grateful for right now? And that's really helped me have more peace in this situation. And the beautiful part about all of this is that there's no right or wrong way.
0: I think for me, I'm mismotivation, motivation mis-optimistic, miss-happy. And those days that I'm not that, I like kind of beat myself up. I've worked so hard to not be this way, but I'm this way right now. And I feel like there's something wrong with that. And I'm sure with you, there are days that you're not feeling happy. You're not feeling grateful and you're like, F this shiz. How do you deal with those days? And how do you get yourself back to kind of being grounded and bringing yourself to a place of gratitude or motivation and inspiration?
1: That's a great question. So I'm human. You're human. We are all human. And I think being human, you're going to have your up and down days. Initially, like just like you, I was very hard on myself. And people would tell me, oh, well, you know, your misgratitude, everything is so positive and happy-go-lucky. And I'm like, you know what? It's not. And if I were to create that persona on my social media account, I'm lying to people and I'm not human and I'm also not relatable. What I've learned is to check myself. You kind of just do like, I check in with myself. Today I'm having a really bad day. It's not a good day. I don't feel like this happy-go-lucky bright sunshine energy that's radiating from me? What can I do to recharge myself? Sometimes it's just placing my hand on my chest and feeling my heartbeat. I feel grounded. Another is knowing that there are certain people that I call who give me a lot of security and they ground me. Another is therapy. I will tell you talking to someone is key for me and sometimes just having alone time. So going on walks with my dog has been so helpful for me. I would say also eating and drinking the things I like. Like I'm having a Topo Chico right now. I love sparkling water. Those bubbles light me up. So doing the things that bring me even a little bit of joy, most importantly is being patient with myself, being kind with myself and reminding myself that this day too shall pass and it's temporary.
0: You've been practicing gratitude for so long now, but for people who aren't used to this practice or maybe did practice it before, but now like threw it out the window once this pandemic started because there ain't grateful for. How would you suggest people to go about realigning with that or starting to practice that or getting in that mindset? Because for some people, it's just really hard. They're like, no, this is just really shitty. There's nothing happy about.
1: Yeah, I think the first is give yourself time and create a space where even if it's two minutes, time yourself. That's how I started. There's a couple of ways of doing it. Either you write it, you text it to yourself, you say it out loud, or you call somebody. And it could be in the morning or at night or even during the day, like set that reminder and list three things that you're grateful for. A lot of people typically say family, friends, my job. And I've seen this because I've led so many events. And so then what I do is I ask them, I'm like, okay, so you listed those three things. Now think about those three topics and dig a little deeper. So about your family, what is it about your family that you're grateful for? Is it because you have a close connection with a sibling? Is it because your mother has taught you how to cook delicious food? Is it because you know that your family is safe? Is it because you come from whatever background you come from? What is it about your family that you're grateful for? and then your friends do your friends bring you joy do your friends introduce you to new things like what is it about your friends that you're grateful for or your job what is it about your work that you do it gives you the financial means to do the things that you actually love doing like traveling or shopping or going out or are you helping people or what is it about your work that you're grateful for and then you can even dig a little deeper with that for example mom's cooking you're grateful for your family and then you think about okay i'm grateful for my mom because she's taught me how to cook or she cooks really delicious food then you go dig a little deeper okay so what are those delicious foods that I'm grateful for example, in my case, at one point I was vegan, so my making all the Persian stews vegan.
0: Which is a big deal for Persians, because they don't make stews that are vegan. That's like a disgrace to Persian food.
1: Yeah, and my mom got really creative and she found a way to serve her child, which I'm so grateful for. This is just an example of three general things, and then dig a little deeper, and dig a little deeper, and dig a little deeper. Gratitude, I think, is this ongoing cycle. It's a way to like dig a little deeper, and it gives you perspective, and I think it can be incredibly eye-opening. A lot lot of us don't give the time to do that. And that's where I come in.
0: I mean, it's work. It's work that people have to be willing to put in. It's not just something that comes naturally to everyone
1: either. A hundred percent. And I would say that I've been doing this a few years now, and it's still work. It will always be work. Like I said, I don't live a rainbow type lifestyle because I practice gratitude every day. If anything, it's just helped me be more connected to my higher source, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And also to to give myself a break when I get caught up in, excuse my French, like the bullshit of life. When I practice gratitude, it helps me pause. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I have all of these things that I can be grateful for. And I can go to bed at peace tonight with that. I started calling people and asking them, can you share with me what you're grateful for so I can share with you? The handful of people were like, why don't you start these Zoom meetings of getting people together to talk about what they're grateful for? I thought, how can I serve others? And also, it really lights up my soul practicing gratitude and being in that space with other people. How can I do that through technology where I'm not physically touching another person by like holding their hand or hugging them? Getting creative with Zoom, I started doing different themes. I've done it for about 15 days now. Every night I would get on this Zoom meeting and it was a surprise to see who would show up and who would call in. And it was so cool because I had people from Boston and Texas and New York calling calling in on these Zoom calls to talk about different themes, getting them to think about something else or to engage in a different practice that we wouldn't necessarily do. And I think that's where the silver lining is with all of this. One topic was movies. Another one was music. And it was really neat because people brought stuff into the conversation that other individuals I could see on their face, these light bulbs were turning on. Wow, I never thought about this. That's also a really good point of being grateful for something. That's where I believe that gratitude is a universal language. What are you
0: seeing from all these times? What do you think is the purpose of this? I mean, there's one no purpose or anything, but is there anything that you're taking away from it or hoping to see for people to come out of this with?
1: That's a really deep question. I would say two things. The first is from a larger scale, like in terms of humanity, we are all one. I think what's really eye-opening for me is that this virus really doesn't discriminate against any human being. It will impact every single one of us all over the world. It has, I think, brought the world together in many ways. Even though we are physically distancing ourselves, I think on a larger, more deeper scale, we are connected because of humanity versus this virus. I think um, the other thing that I hope that people will take away from this, in Farsi, there's this that the value, the value of your health. My mom and my dad always taught me this. They're like, money comes and goes. Your friends come and go. Family sometimes comes and goes. As long as you have your health, you have life. So really having value for your health And knowing you're so lucky to be, at least for those of us in the United States, that we have the resources to be taken care of. (laughs) I want to hear some of your thoughts.
0: Oh, man. I've had so many thoughts about this. For me, I kind of see the world in a bigger perspective and have always wished where people could feel more connected. And in this way of doing these video Zoom conferences with your friends, I'm so busy at night doing different Zoom hangouts with friends. Like, that's what we're doing. And that makes me so grateful and so excited that even. Even though this is a really hard time right now, what I really hope for people, in addition to the two things you said, is that people don't forget about this connection and I really hope that this doesn't go away. That people checking in on each other, hanging out on video conferences, like I know we're gonna be out and busy once we can go out again, but I really hope that people will take the time to take the time with people.
1: Yeah, and it's so interesting that you brought that up. That kind of goes back to where we started with that I'm really grateful for technology. Because if it wasn't for technology, we wouldn't be able to connect at this level. Back in the day, you could do like a three-way call and that's about it. But now we can see one another's face, facial expressions, dance together because of technology, you know, and it's all real time, which is so cool. And we can create and entertain one another and learn from one another. That in and of itself, I think is really beautiful.
0: And I think it's not as easy, right, to connect with people. You have to make more of an effort. So people are really... making that effort. I got invited to a friend's birthday celebration next week where it's like the drive-bys, have you been seeing that? Yeah,
1: yeah! So
0: many people are going to that. My favorite Zoom was like on a Saturday night. There were like literally 40 to 50 people on the Zoom on a Saturday night. There was one kid who was DJing and everyone was just like on this Zoom and just dancing and taking shots and hanging out
1: and really like making an effort to be present with people. And it's so crazy because if you think about it, you're experiencing the Zoom call, but you're not on your phone. You're actually with the people in the call. I hope that everyone gets that huge takeaway of take the time to connect with someone, be present with other people. It may not be face to face, even if it's from afar, whether the person's in another country or another state, take a moment to just check in with people and reconnect. Now, if there's one final message, I mean, you gave one trillion amazing messages, but if there's
0: one final (laughs) takeaway that you'd want people to take from this conversation with you, what would it be?
1: I would say, take a moment to think about someone that you're grateful for. Please call that person and tell them why you're grateful for them. Because I believe that gratitude is a source of really good energy. And when you share with someone why you appreciate that human being for who they are or for what they've done, maybe that good energy can be passed on to someone else and maybe ask them, to do the same. Think about it. If we lived in a world where everyone practiced gratitude, everyone had peace in their life and everyone was heard and seen, like what would our world look like? I believe that you and I and the person who's listening can be a catalyst for that. It takes one person.
0: I love it. I love you, SL. You're like the best. I love
1: you too. (laughs) Like
0: I could just talk to you for like 1,000 hours. Keep you in my pocket. (laughs) So the outro that I do is I say until next time and I always ask my guests to do it. So do you mind saying until next
1: time? Until next time.